generated into a social club for bored millionaires and celebrities who use its meetings as an excuse to indulge their jaded sexual appetites. Mom, do you really want to go and live in that hotel for the winter? Sure I do. It'll be lots of fun. What have you done to it? What have you done to its eyes? He has his father's eyes. Censored Cinephiles fans to a special short podcast review of The Terminal List. Wow, short. Yeah, short for us. So <laughs> yeah. Two hours. Yeah, we've been doing some long ones recently. So yeah. uh... we have some other long deep dives planned, but we mm. wanted to quickly go over the show we saw called The Terminal List because it was rather good. It I was thought, rather actually. good. And um, if you ask normal everyday critics, whether they thought it was very good, they were like, "No." no. <laughs> the what Rotten Tomatoes score was a thirty-nine, oh, but yeah. the audience score was a ninety-five percentile. I think that kind of highlights how Hollywood, most of Hollywood, has lost touch with their audience. Yeah, because and high critic scores generally mean the movie sucks now. <laughs> That's not necessarily true. As a former, I don't think I'm no longer on Rotten Tomatoes, unfortunately. Yeah, I've got one of them here. We found one of them. I was, yeah, I always found it kind of hard to score movies mm. because, um, just it's. I think the the review should be a bit more like. When you're writing a review, I think it's really hard to sort of then just like you might like aspects of the movie, but then you might think it was like ambitious, but it was like let down because of like say they didn't have very good sound, uh, or they didn't have like the best performance from the leading actors, but the the premise of the movie was good, the idea was good, and I think people should try to remember that it's very hard to actually make a movie especially like i'm talking more about like independent movies not say the terminal list which has obviously got high production value but i just thinking you know i personally don't like to give things a score yeah and i hate when when i was used to do like stuff for like other review sites and have to give a score i always felt like you know some it's very hard like I rarely gave anything like a low score. Yeah. I think I once gave a film like I refused to give a film a like a star rating because I couldn't, you know. Mm -hmm. Um but 
yeah, it's interesting. Like with Rotten Tomatoes, um, I I think nowadays people are more willing to read actual audience reviews rather than like a paid critic, because I I I think like a an ordinary member of the public is more reliable mm -hmm. because this the terminal list the guy who created the and wrote the books jack carr yeah, his name is yeah yeah he even said i didn't make we didn't make this for the critics and i think that's no. like a lot of people you know filmmakers nowadays and creatives are saying that like you know you shouldn't set out to make a film in order to get a good critical you know re reception it should be about entertaining your target audience yeah sorry so that was a bit the, of a ramble it's not <laughs> the, the jack carr guy did a really inner interesting interview with fox news about mm. this and he was saying that you know they made this movie to entertain the operators mm. like to entertain navy seals and people yeah. from the military and that was their target audience mm. and because they did it that way it actually came out really, really good in terms of how accurate it is militarily. Yeah. And the fighting scenes are extremely well done. Like the the feeling of the fog of war that you get mm. in the first episode where they're in the tunnels. Yeah. I guess pretty much every one of the guys in that tunnel other than Chris Pratt was actually mm. a Navy SEAL. Yeah. And they hired a bunch of Navy SEALs to make sure that they're because they were explaining it in one of the reviews where they were talking about how Navy SEALs are able to identify other Navy SEALs mm. not based on how they look but based on how they move. Oh really? So they were saying like when you know they move around corners in a certain way they realize that that's like an accurate Navy SEAL movement mm. that only operators would be able to see. And because they made it so accurate, I think it did really well with a lot of people that are looking for something realistic mm -hmm. that's not woke, it's not left or right politics. Yeah. It's just a good show. It's a good show. And I think um, I think a lot of the problems with the, cr the critical reception has been because it's starring Chris Pratt. Yes. And yeah. um, I guess, like, he has so, some religious views. I think he's, like, I don't know what part. He's in a church or something, which is apparently, like, anti-LGBT or something like that. I'm not a hun I don't know yeah. enough to be able to comment on that. But, um, but I've, never, critics... I've never heard him say, like, anything anti-LGBT. So these are LGBTQ plus critics that don't want anyone to judge anyone else. But then as soon as someone <laughs> believes in something they don't like, they all pile on and judge that person for expressing their religious views. It, it's like the most <laughs> hypocritical thing ever. It's I, uh, insane. Oh, I, I can't, what if I have like a... A proud feminist or something. I oh, don't yeah, know so how I'm supposed to like. Um, yeah. So as a proud feminist, 
How did you feel about this film? Oh, well, I loved it. <laughs> I like it. No, I mean it in like, they had strong female characters. Uh, sorry, not film. I said film. It's a yeah. TV show. It had strong female characters. Um, there's like the journalist who's really like a quite interesting character. She's mm-hmm. um, very, very like complex. Like she goes on the story arc and the yep. character arc. There's the wife who um, is, you know, uh, unfortunately doesn't stick around for long due to, like... Yeah, this review includes spoilers. Yes, she dies, but uh, uh, we just discovered, like, she is a professional runner. Yes. um, And she's, you know, a strong, like, role model for her daughter. No, she's a totally strong woman. Yeah, and she's an interesting character. Yeah. Uh, um, were you thinking of South Park? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, she's a good. She actually does come off as mm. like a natural character. Yeah. Like you, you could see that like a Navy SEAL would probably be with someone who's a runner, like mm. a marathon runner. They yeah, have like she that have drive, that discipline. Yeah. Yeah. And even the character who is the um, the secretary of defense character mm-hmm. the female character even she was interesting she wasn't like she was necessary it was very hard to tell whether she was like you know black or white like wh- whether she was like a good person or a bad person and mm-hmm. i think it left that all very ambiguous so it was left up to um the viewer to come to their own conclusion yeah. of like you know how much was she involved how like can we really like is she really telling the truth or we getting like the full story and uh, even the um the pilot the female pilot that um helps uh reese isn't it mm-hmm. um james ha- reese james reese chris pratt character yeah she was a great character as well you yeah. know so i i can't understand why there's like this weird objection to the show from the critics because I think there's like so many interesting, well-developed characters. It's dealing with some very big themes in terms of like PTSD, yeah. you know, which is a really in you know how it handles it is really interesting. Um, I can understand why they don't like it actually. When I was just like finishing that sentence, it's because of the conspiracy stuff. Yes, because there's a conspiracy that's actually real, so they hate it. <laughs> They're like, all conspiracies are fake, yet there's so many obvious conspiracies that have happened over the yeah. years, you know? And this one, I thought it was really well done because it showed how these multinational corporations mm. infiltrated the United States at all levels, from the military to the government, mm. and these people work on half of themselves it's all for benefiting themselves and they don't even care about like the operators they're sending into combat if they can turn a profit off of their death yeah you know so it's yeah and it also kind of showed a little bit of how like politics works so they didn't want to blame the syrian defense forces guy for Mm. losing his crap they tried to blame one of the navy seals because that's all about, you know, geopolitics and maintaining relationships and things of that nature. I thought it was really, really well done. It was a very accurate kind of conspiracy you could see happening and yeah. does happen in our country, unfortunately. 
it didn't seem like far-fetched or anything and i i mean yeah. there are aspects of it where uh, in terms of like when the, they're tracking him through the woods you know it goes a bit like rambo oh that's thing. great yeah <laughs> i did feel like some of that was like he was getting really badly like beaten up and like shot and i just like felt like he's still going um yeah. uh so i don't know how really so, so jack carr jack carr <laughs> probably has the guy who wrote this mm. he was a navy seal mm. and he probably knows of the lone survivor story because that seemed a lot like the story from lone survivor oh, okay in which Marcus Luttrell was the special operator, and he did go through, like, even worse than that. Like, he broke his back, he was shot, and he had the Taliban, like, chasing him through Afghanistan. And he survived on his own for a while. So, Mm. is it possible? Yeah, Yeah, definitely, because Marcus Luttrell did it. Yeah, I guess so. You do hear of stories where... I just... Sometimes it's like the fic- the the fact is so much more like it, it feels like fiction. Yeah. You know, like the actual story is like It's you know, so incredible it seems yeah. like fictional, but it's actually possible, yeah. I what I liked I mean, obviously, um, Chris Pratt I thought <clears throat> delivered a really good performance. Yeah. I think he's like mostly known for his like comedic roles. This is like I didn't even when we were watching it it's like you forget it's Chris Pratt yeah because he's like totally like loses himself in this role and you actually see like a different side to him like a really serious side and he's very good in like this grittier role definitely yeah and the hair dye didn't take away from his performance at all (laughs) it was Harris time yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, but no, I mean he did uh, like a really good job in this role. I thought it was very believable, and there was some like gruesome scenes, like down in Mexico mm. where he that was like, disemboweled uh, the one guy. That was so hard to watch. <laughs> I felt like uh, I, I mean because the character is really hard to sort of like. Sometimes he does things, and you're like re- you find it really hard to sort of like. Um, hmm. connect with him. I don't know, like he. He's like, I clearly understand that he's going for trauma and he's driven by like revenge and everything. Um, but and it's, but some of the stuff that he does is very questionable, very, you know. Yeah. Like, but then he does things where he's like, you can still see like the humane side to him. Mm. So and I like that though. I like her. It did, he didn't seem like this. Um, we have so many superhero like films now and stuff like this is a very human character yeah and they didn't make it uh like they didn't make him into a superhuman Hmm. which they do too often now like the new modern warfare game they they turn all the characters into like these super human characters that you know aren't gonna die Hmm. really it's just it's like too much of like how Star Wars did that with the new Star Wars films where like they introduce these characters and it's like they uh, have to build them up to be like selling merchandise for each one. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's just, it, that's not how like reality is. Like, you know, he, if he was being chased by like an HRT team, he would be 
getting like beat the hell up mm. and the environment would be like taking a toll on him as he tried to cry you know it just it made it seem more realistic right mm. like when they were taken down the cartel group you weren't sure if they were gonna make it you yeah. know what i mean like they're getting shot at and they weren't like superhuman you know what I mean? It just made it seem more realistic. Yeah. I do think bringing in the, the Navy SEAL guys to help them with that stuff made it a lot more realistic. Mm. I also think the critics hated it because it showed the powers that shouldn't be actually being held accountable for their stupid conspiracy yeah. by American operators, which I think they fear quite a bit. <coughs> Tell you that thing with the bag, Saul. Please listen. Hey, that thing with the bag that was that was unpleasant for both of us. Okay. Help! Help me! Help me! Somebody, please! I think the powers that shouldn't be do fear the fact that the United States has a ton of veterans that have combat experience yeah. now for the last 20 years we've been in war and now they're all at home and they can probably see some of the conspiracies happening mm. you know medical conspiracies like in the terminal list where these big pharma corporations are doing very nasty things to people like in the terminal list and then an american operator holds them accountable for this mm. which is similar to like my book the lost truth which is kind of what people in the conspiracy theory movement want. We're trying to reach operators and military personnel and let them know what's going on because we need them on our side to take this country back. I think it's interesting as well in terms of like other content out there. It's like everything nowadays seems to be like already to like associated with a pre-existing IP. So, mm -hmm. you know, like the rings of power. Oh yeah, right? terrible. Um, Terrible you know, show. The Game of Thrones show. Um, all of these like shows and and all like all the stuff that Disney Plus comes out with, and it's like very hard now to actually have something that's kind of original. I know that this is based on a book, but it's not like we've seen this character before. This no, is yeah. this was like a completely new, you know, um, you know, like an adaptation of it. And I think, like, we think it's, I don't know, it's really hard to get, like, people invested in watching something which isn't, like, a brand that they already recognise, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's almost like, um, just because there's, you know, it's a, a white male who's the lead, you know, and so many shows nowadays don't seem to want to have that you know yeah it's i can understand the whole critical thing the like the really poor rating i can understand that but i just find it really frustrating because um especially for people who want to you know make new stories and create new stories and new characters like you can't get things necessarily off the ground yeah and like independent movies nowadays are very well it is like uh, you I have just to think cater it's hilarious. to a certain 
I think it's hilarious. Yeah. They hate a movie or a show about conspiracy theories when some of the most critically acclaimed movies of all time are about conspiracies. Yeah. The Godfather is about a criminal conspiracy of Italians. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's just... But, oh, no, the government couldn't... (laughs) Big Pharma and the government could never be in a conspiracy, right? It's just... We used to have this stuff, though, where show, like, um... You know, there were movies where it was, like, going against Big Pharma. Look at... I don't know if you've ever seen, um... Awakenings. Yeah, that's because the left used to be against the big corporations. They used to be, like... Like, look at, like... Oh, we're hippie-ish. One flew, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah, we don't like big corp. And now the left is completely on the side of the corporations. And, and the Republicans have always been on their side. So it's just like there yeah. is no, you know, people that are free and independent. And this this show, Terminal List, was made for people that can think independently yeah. and freely it's of the system. It's very interesting that it's come out um, in this time. You know, yeah. with uh, like, it's it's not like it was released a few years ago. It's like it's almost like a reaction to everything that's been happening in the last, you know. Well, I thought years. it was interesting. So you know the the tunnel scene. Mm. They talk about how it took them twenty two days to film that. Wow. And, um, that was done at the very beginning mm. of the um, plague. Oh, yeah. Right? So, like, right as the plague kicked off, they had to film that because they couldn't have everyone in close quarters after that. Uh-huh. So they tried to get it done and quickly, but it still took them 22 days because the Navy SEAL guys were like, you were holding the gun with your thumb in the wrong place. Or you were, <laughs> you came around the corner with your elbow a little too low, you know? Yeah. They just kept, like, making them reshoot it to make it accurate for but tactical it's reasons. it's very accurate. It feels very, like, that scene is um, oh, very hard to watch in mm. terms of, like, it gets your heart pumping. Like yeah. you are, you feel like you're there. Yeah, and yeah. Um, it's very immersive. Yeah, um, they also refused to put more lighting down there because mm. they, the Navy SEAL guys, were like, Syrian people wouldn't have lights leading yeah. down to their their base. <laughs> They're not gonna have lights. <laughs> They're yeah. gonna have lights in there, so they made it dark, which made it like impossible to film. Yeah, I know. It's, I that's what I like. It like it's real. It feels realistic. It feels you know. It's, I didn't know it was all actual Navy SEALs that were in the. Yeah. So so yeah. yeah. So it's really well done. I thought mm. it's a great show. It's not left or right. It is conspiratorial, but. Mm. The best movies are about conspiracies. 
Yeah. Right? I mean, that's just... It has a strong, like, character who, like, goes on an interesting arc. He's not, like, necessarily a straight good guy. Yeah. You know? He, like, makes questionable decisions. But you can understand where he's coming from. And all the other, like, the sides characters, the side stories, they're all very interesting. They all tie back. And I like... The characters, even the FBI guy who was, you know, trying to track him down and everything. And yeah, he was a good actor. Like, yeah. they're all really interesting, well-developed characters, you know? Like, yeah. e- even the the corrupt army generals and officers, like... Yeah, the head FBI guy was, like, good at the role and a good mm-hmm. actor. Yeah. And it, you didn't get the feeling that he was picked because he was black. You got the feeling that he was picked because he was a good actor and mm. good for that role. Yeah, all and that's the, how it should be. All of the, like, I just felt like the people who were chosen for the roles were based on, you know, their acting ability. Yeah, absolutely. Know? And they did a good, they, all of them were good. Yeah. Right? So, there was no bad, like, shitty acting in the show. Mm. It was all well done. I mean, it's, considering, like, the last time we tried to watch a TV series, which was She-Hulk, and we couldn't even really get through. All right, we hate watched that one. <laughs> yeah, right? we couldn't even get through like one episode. One episode. Yeah. Um, I would just think like it's great to see like a show like the Tur- as, to be fair, House of Dragons not too bad, but it's still, you know, it's not it's nowhere near as uh, engaging as the Terminal List. It's like a show that really like you want to keep watching. Like, yeah. You know, you're invested in the characters and um, the story, and you want to know the resolution. Yeah. I will give House of Dragons one thing. At least George R.R. R. Martin isn't making us watch a bunch of flopping dongs to see the dragons. The dragons are at the beginning of the show. <laughs> I just feel, I feel like um, that show is... <sighs> the only saving grace of that show is Matt Smith. You know the um, the guy who's a brother, the blonde guy. They're all blonde, but yeah, the younger guy, the one who's Damien. The one that's like off in dragons. Yeah. What we're not? Why are we talking about I don't that? Know. This is a terminalist <laughs> review. All right. What was your favorite assassination from the terminalist? Oh, it has to be when he gets that bomb outside um the building to get to that um oh the improvised uh, yeah the ifp or whatever yeah. it's called that was like oh my god what is because i we weren't sure what what, what it was yeah we i was like, like what what? i've heard of an ied but what is an ifp i had to look and it then, up and you were like <laughs> is he gonna get him is it you know because it's really and then you see the reporter coming up close the deal yesterday Ms. burnack Given what happened with Mike, it seemed indecent to make the announcement today. Yeah. 
like you. Get out of the way. Uh, that was really good. But also, like, everything felt like you didn't know what was going to happen. It wasn't like, you're like, oh, is he going to get this person? You know, yeah. we're just, like, anticipating something bad was going to happen. Like, he was going to be caught at any point. Like, there was some really good situations and stuff where you're like all yeah. on the edge of your seat i thought the the one where he got the naval commander in the building oh, that with was the, also good <laughs> the, he made the guy go in and blow himself yeah. up that was pretty that was pretty intense yeah. so for conversation's sake admiral i already do thought was really like fitting was when he made that navy seal guy drown with the log oh yeah you sent our brothers to fucking die in shit filled tunnels foreign fucking land well what's that can't do it on your own yeah buds we never had to carry the weight alone Always had our buddies on our left, on our right. You need your team, you call for them. Where's your team, Bill? Yeah, that because was good because we'd already... He's like, where are your brothers now, huh? Yeah. You know, that was, that was just Because we've perfect. seen the training, and that's what's, like, really interesting. It's like, yeah. we see the past, you know, there's, like, flashbacks, and it's like, they, they have a point to them. You know, it's not mm. like just showing you a flashback for the sake of it. And certain one, some scenes, certain memories are repeated, you yeah. know, and it's like very symbolic, I think. Like, I will just say one thing. It did annoy me that when I mentioned it to you, you were like, Oh, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's writing his little list on the back of uh, his daughter's <laughs> drawing. And he starts off... With it in landscape. Yeah, right? that's right. And then, like, halfway through the series, it changes to portrait. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's really frustrating me because when he started doing it in landscape, I'm like, that's not giving him very much room to write a lot of names. Yeah, and it was annoying. And they were like, they must realised that. And they were like, oh, shit, we need to change it to portrait. No one would notice. Well, I did. Yeah, Because I always notice these things. Because you were annoyed he was writing it in landscape. And I, yeah. as soon as you said that, I looked at it. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's writing it in landscape. Why would he make the list that way? When obviously this, we're only in episode, like, three or four, and this list is already at the bottom of the page. Yeah, yeah. It's like... So then they were just like... That's <laughs> so frustrating. <laughs> Sorry. You can't just do that, Hollywood. We will catch you on these things, okay? You, you, the name of the show is Terminalist. You can't have him writing the list one way and then change it halfway through maybe the season. Had, you know, maybe you had to, like, <laughs> I don't know, start tippexing someone's name now, like, rewriting yeah. it. And it's like, I'm just going to squeeze it in, you know, when you're trying to, like... Well, I could have wrote, like, a line down the middle and then had the other half. Because he wasn't writing all the way across. 
comic book a little bit smaller. He was like uh, writing in like like how my daughter writes stuff. She starts out with huge letters, and then when she gets to where she doesn't have space, it starts like you know. <laughs> but yeah, um, there's more books in the series. Mm. So the character, which is interesting, because um, the character has a brain tumor. Yeah. So um, I guess that's we'll got to get cured at some point. Yeah, we fight, but I'm excited. I hope they bring back the series. Yeah, they are. They've already oh, they announced are? a season two. So very Suck much it, looking. Critics. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> critics got felted. Oh, before we finish, can we just, I just want to say that the opening titles are really good. Yeah, you know, the, the credits. Yeah, I love that, like how some, like, shot, like, we love the um, shots in the medals, and then it, like, goes to the MRI scans and stuff, like, the dissolve shots, and the music's really well done. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I like. I like when they, like, shows actually put forth into their opening credits. You know, it's short. Yeah. It's not like two minute intro. <laughs> like <laughs> ours is now a minute or something. <laughs> how dare you? Sorry. <laughs> no matter how short I make our intro, there's gonna be someone who's like, make it shorter. It's like five seconds long. It's too long. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, we highly recommend the terminal list. Yep. So. Very well done show. Uh, I guess the last thing I'll add to it is I thought, because uh, you mentioned it, I thought they did a really good job of showing how the Navy SEAL training comes back to them while they're oh. dealing with desperate situations. Yeah. And I thought that was, like, really well done. That also was depicted in the book The Lone Survivor, which they made a horrible movie from, starring uh, Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark. The book itself is great. Just read the book. Don't even watch the movie. Um, and then go watch the terminal list because the terminal list was really, really well done. So, yeah. Anyways, that's all I have to say. That's all we can say. Yeah. All right. Thanks Thank for watching, you. everyone. We'll Catch be back with a very in-depth deep dive on another movie soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye. -bye.